This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason with your host, John Rush. Presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. All right, welcome. Thursday edition, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. And we'll get off and running here. Steve House with me today. Kelly, Dr. Kelly Victory is actually on an airplane, so Steve, it's just you and I today. How are you? I'm good. I'm happy to be off an airplane. Um, I, yeah. Um, you Between the two of you, you spend a lot of time on them. Let's just say that. I'm a million miler plus on United and getting there on Delta. That's too many, John. That that's yeah. I don't. I, by the way, I don't envy you. So, not not a bit. All right, let's start with. Gosh, I don't know where to start. We've had so many things we've gone back and forth on, uh, even this week. I've got a couple of questions that came in as well. But I guess let's start with what researcher finding in regards to you know COVID vaccines and the fact that they're linking these to increase mortality, an estimate of about 17 million deaths. And again, there's several different reports that have come out on this. And you were, you were kind of the one that first started this string of messages between you and, you know, you and I and Dr. Kelly. So give me your thoughts on all this. Well, there's a lot of things about this particular study that I think are important. You know, number one was um, it was done over a lot of countries, right? I mean, I think there was at least 10, if not a dozen or more countries that involved number two, they took out the equation that's related to seasonally adjusted all-cause mortality because they, they went to some countries that were along the equator where they don't have winter. They don't have seasonal changes. They basically have the same weather year-round. So they couldn't factor in more deaths in a given year um, because of the fact that, you know, it got a really bad winter season, a combination with, you know, flu. It's not peer-reviewed yet, but... Um, it's pretty damning. So I would suggest that when you say, number one, they couldn't find in any of these countries, and they correlated it to studies in the U.S., Germany, uh, Israel, and others, that they couldn't really prove that anyone had ever been saved by the vaccine. I mean, that, that so mm-hmm. 17 million dead, 160,000, at least as a minimum estimate in the United States with, you know, somewhere around 270 million people vaccinated. I mean, you're talking about nobody saved 160,000 dead in the U.S., 17 million over this group of countries. Probably globally, that number is going to be substantially higher, obviously. I mean, we're only working with a small subset. Right. But how how can anyone justify giving this vaccine out now? I mean, you you might not – I mean, you know, if you're the CDC, John, you might not go out and say, look, we were wrong, we were always wrong. I mean, I think they were wrong, but – Forget about that for a second. You might just say what, what happened with the swine flu vaccine back in the 70s when they said, you know what, there's some indications here that safety might be an issue, and we therefore want to st- 
stop using this vaccine until we have figured out what's really going on? Well, if you've got a study that's pretty credible looking with how it was done, showing that 17 million people died from the vaccine, don't you just stop for a while? I mean, not like it's going to hurt. People aren't going to be yeah. dying because you stop. We know the vaccine doesn't stop transmission or, or you getting it. I mean, just stop and figure this out. Uh, I, I agree. And problem is getting them to, as you know, the problem is getting them to admit that these things even exist. I guess that's the question you know, that I have for you. When do we get to the point where we can even make that happen? Well, I mean, clearly what's happened here, it's become this massive political football. I mean, Correct. I did today, just out of curiosity, I said, okay, I'm going to go online right now. I'm just going to use Google and I'm going to type in, do COVID vaccines work? And when you get the first five, six articles are all, you know, USA Today, AARP, the AARP one goes over the nine um, falsehoods being shared regarding the vaccines, and they don't address transmission or um, prevention of the virus from the vaccine. They talk about, you know, stuff like genetic changes, et cetera, et cetera. I'm like, look, if you read between the lines what they're willing to publish and what they're not willing to publish, what they're saying is they're skeptical, too. They're not putting their, their butt out there. But at the same time, you get one of what I thought was one of the worst pieces of news I've read in the last week, maybe in a long time, John, was that the recommendation for children, six months to four years, so just under five, says specifically on the CD website, if a child hasn't been vaccinated for COVID since September 12th of 2023, they need two doses, which is essentially equal. It isn't essential. It's exactly equal to the recommendation for someone who's been unvaccinated. Now, September 12th wasn't even a month ago. Right. So, so think about the implications. They're saying if your child was vaccinated one month ago right now, we have to treat them like they haven't been vaccinated at all. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, why would you ever, ever trust that? And, you know, and, and this is, you know, I talked about this a little bit yesterday with, you know, the whole, you know, alert system that was activated. And you saw the same thing on social media, I'm sure that I did, where people were up in arms. And basically that was going to be some sort of a, a driver for, you know, the mRNA vaccine. And, you know, a lot of people would be dying and zombie land would, would happen and this, that and the other. I mean, some of the stuff was just absolutely crazy, Steve. But my point is. When people, and we, you and I and Dr. Kelly have talked about this many times, and add this in again, but as people start to continually dist, I mean, there's already a, a distrust and dis- disdain for government. Any- so when you have this level of distrust and it continues to get worse and worse and worse, you know, what happened yesterday in regards to this, you know, this alert going off, of course there's going to be even more distrust because nobody likes or trusts government today. No. And they're making it worse. They're not making it any better, is my point. No, they're not. They're not. They're, they're denying information when information is needed. The Biden administration right now, I mean, today in the news, is talking about how bad the DOJ or how hard the DOJ is fighting the Supreme Court's ruling that they can't use structures or conversations with social media companies to suppress information. They're fighting that. They're fighting that because, I mean, so... I'm telling you right now that, you know, we have this study out there with 17 million people who've died. Um, it, they're going to try to fight that. They probably don't want that on social media. The Supreme Court said they can't fight it. They can't do anything about it. But why fight it? Yeah, the only question. reason you'd be fighting this is if you have an alternative agenda. You know, the 5G thing, I mean, there's a part of me that believes that 
they threw that out there as a conspiracy theory so that when a lot of people get really, really sick as we go forward with mRNA vaccines, that they can say, well, we don't know whether it's the mRNA vaccine or 5G. I mean, who knows? I don't know the conspiracy theorists are doing or is it government propaganda is, yeah. you know, this is what Goebbels did in Germany. You know, he put out information that was both true and untrue to create doubts across the spectrum entirely. Yeah, no, and, and, and again, this is what's in today's world. This is what's happening. One of the things that I want to talk to you about, you know, get along this, you know, go down this line a little bit further, because one of the concerns that, that I have, and it really is a deep concern of mine, and for those of you listening, maybe for the first time, this hour, typically, we have Dr. Kelly Victory. She's an expert when it comes to all things, not only COVID, but vaccines. Steve is as well. Steve, you've been in the medical profession for, gosh, as long as I've been around the car profession, I guess probably is the best way to say that. So, you know, you know the medical world like I do, you know, the car end of things. You're coming at it more from the admin side of the aisle than, you know, where Dr. Kelly's coming from the medical side. So between the two of you, you've really got both of the of, of that side, you know, covered. So that's your background. So everybody listening, yes, yeah, Steve is very credible when it comes to all these things. You see this stuff on a regular basis. But Steve, the fear that I have, and I got to take a break when we come back, what I want to talk about is just, I think as conservatives especially, we have to be extremely careful in not falling into some of these, what I feel are traps. And to your point, some of them may even be started by government itself to make us look like we're a bunch of crazies, which sometimes we actually do. And I think we have to be really, really careful of that because every time we fall for something like what happened yesterday, we end up looking more crazy and we lose all credibility. Yeah, I know. I mean, on one hand, you're right. You, you I mean, I don't know what people did. I didn't put a hat on during that uh, tinfoil hat on or anything like that. Oh, Steve, there were people that were um, literally shutting their phones off, putting them inside of microwaves, keeping kids home from school because they were worried about what the outcome might be. I mean, just absolute, utter crazy talk and craziness that went on. I know. And you know what? A lot of them probably never looked up graphene oxide. They never looked up EMF and graphene oxide together to understand that Okay, so exactly what is graphene oxide and what does happen to it? How often do you get it? Where does it enter your body? You know, where do people get exposed to it? Was it in the vaccine? You know, there's some of those things are true, right? I mean, it, mm-hmm. it was plausible to believe that graphene oxide was, you know, clearly was present in some of the COVID vaccines, especially. But, you know, how, what quantities do you need? I mean, there's, it's, that's the thing about conspiracy theories. They usually live because people don't, dig deep enough yep. into them. They that's just right. Go, that's, that's right. They're either I believe it or I don't. That's right. So. You're 100% correct. All right. Well, come right back. If you had a question for Steve, by the way, send me a text message. 307-200-8222. 307-200-8222. Look forward to those, and we'll get those answered as we go through this hour with Steve. Affordable interest mortgages next. Kurt Rogers. And again, I say it all the time, but if you need help with a mortgage, Kurt is my broker. He would love to help you out directly licensed here in Wyoming and Arizona as well. And you can find me by calling uh, 720-895-0500. Many of you are seeing your credit card rate around 18 to 21 percent. With the feds continuing to raise rates, it's getting harder to stretch that dollar. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. If you currently have a low rate on your mortgage, but the other debts are not giving you any breathing room, consider refinancing and getting a blended rate in the fours. Now is the time. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Get that blended rate in the fours and lower your total monthly payment, six, seven, eight hundred a month. We can show you how to lower your monthly debt and keep more of your money, all with a low blended rate. 
Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and serving Colorado since 2001. Let us show you how to own your home faster and pay less interest. Our experience will save you money. 720-895-0500. Affordable interest mortgage. That's 720-895-0500. Start saving six, seven, eight hundred a month now and breathe again. NMLS 298-191. Regulated by door. Equal credit lender. All right, and as I always say, if you want a doctor that's literally on the same side, Steve, I, and Dr. Kelly are on, that's Dr. Scott Faulkner. Make an appointment today. Go to castlerockcryotherapy.com. Are you looking for a healthcare provider who truly cares about you and your well-being? Look no further than Castle Rock Cryo, IV and integrative healthcare, where Dr. Scott Faulkner is ready to provide you with top-notch care. Colorado raised since 1968, Dr. Scott is a board-certified internal medicine specialist, bringing decades of experience and expertise to the table. At Castle Rock Cryo, IV, and Integrative Healthcare, you'll experience a competent, friendly, and efficient staff that puts your comfort and care first. Dr. Scott is a true advocate of the latest advancements in healthcare. That's why he only uses umbilical-derived stem cells, which have been clinically proven to be the most potent stem cells available. Tired of waiting weeks for an appointment? Unlike other practices, Dr. Scott has the remarkable ability to see you in a matter of days. Don't wait any longer. Call Castle Rock Cryo IV and Integrative Healthcare at 303-663-6990 to schedule your appointment with Dr. Scott Faulkner today. All right. Is solar the right fit for you? And if so, can you take advantage of some of the tax credits that are out there? Call Alan Davis today and find out. 303 303- Three seven eight seven five three seven. Alan Davis knows that you value your energy independence. He also knows you would want your own personal power production facility if you could. That can happen today with solar panels and a battery system if you need it from Level Engineering. There is great pride in ownership and knowing that no one else can cut off your electricity and keep you from achieving complete energy freedom. KLZ listeners have taken these brave steps working with Allen. The typical benefits include no increase ever in your power bill, no additional bill due to the smart meter the power company has installed, and great savings on your power bill, usually only about 65 to 75% of the amount you were going to pay the power company. Most everyone who now has solar is thrilled that they got it, just like some of our KLZ listeners. They love the freedom from the power company it gives them, and they loved the huge tax credit, too. Call Alan Davis for a no-obligation quote. Call 303-378-7537. That's 303-378-7537. No liberal media bias here. This is Rush to Reason. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Again, Steve House with me. Dr. Kelly is actually out on an airplane today. Uh, she you know, basically uh, send it, sent her condolences, I guess you could say, Steve. She, really, she enjoys being here. You know that as well as I, and she feels bad every time she misses. Not that you and I you know, can't do it alone, but it, it isn't the same as it is with her because she is the expert in the medical world. But we miss her, and... Uh, we will have her back as soon as uh, as soon as we have her available when she's not flying around uh, the country. So you know, but on, on the same token, Steve, I know she's very busy. She does a lot of things to do the things we're talking about today and help everybody out at the same time. She does. I think she's. Uh, I think she's missing because she, um, you know, she and she doesn't like missing John because 
he learned so much from us. I mean, we're so smart. Oh, yeah, so yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. And I know <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's it. Us, right? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, she definitely learns from us. Yeah, that's a fact. Uh-huh, uh-huh, sure. I'm um, hoping that was We'll true. just keep telling ourselves that, We don't Steve. have her to validate that, though. <laughs> yeah, we don't have her to validate <laughs> Uh, and, and we, you know, we love her a lot, and I get a lot of messages from listeners. And uh, you know, they, and, and by the way, same with you. I mean, they, they, you know, they feel the same way about you and the fact that I, I told folks this yesterday. I mean, you and I have been talking on almost a weekly, if not for sure, a monthly basis, all the way back to even prior to you being the GOP chair here in Colorado, and we've pretty much done it ever since. And when COVID ramped up. We just ramped up the conversations we had, and we're, we're still here today talking about it, which I know I keep saying this. I sound like a broken record. You'd think by now we'd be done, but they, Steve, they are not letting this thing go. It is a political football now that they are just not going to give up. And I think it's going to get worse. I do. I, I don't think that we're – not only do I don't think we're not where we need to be yet, and, and obviously with this new round of vaccine. I mean, when you look at what Pierre Corey has been producing – um, just this week, I mean, we haven't really talked about his stuff yet. We may get there, but let's go back to Kelly Vickery. Sure, go ahead. Since we don't have, so we don't, since we don't have Kelly, let me share with you the day I met Kelly Vickery, because okay. I think there's a lesson in it, especially for conservative listeners. Okay, let's Dr. do it. Dr. Vickery was somebody that the party knew, didn't know her very well. She wasn't all that active in party politics. And I called her because I was heading up to Steamboat Springs to talk to some people up there after I became the GOP chair and I wanted to meet with some folks up there. And so I said, well, while I'm still in town before the meeting that evening with the part local party, mm-hmm. the County party, I wanted to talk to somebody up there and I, I got a hold of Kelly and she said, yeah, let's meet for a cup of coffee. And I sat down with her and I asked her how important it was that we elect conservative people who understood business, how important it was that we fixed an American healthcare system that had been, on the borderline of being socialized, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, every single positive freedom-based issue, Kelly was as right as anybody I know. Mm-hmm. And she said, what can I do? And I said, you know what? You could help the party out financially. She got her book out. She wrote me a very significant check. She donated, and she did every time I ever asked her. Um, I don't, I'm not suggesting you all call her and ask her for a donation. She'll get mad at me. But Kelly's victory was an incredibly solid, very supportive, in the game, fighting the battle, Republican, including when I ran for Congress and she was on my health care committee. This is a very conservative person that we're talking to, and she's very, very proud to be a capitalist and a very, very good doctor. Wow. You know, and again, great story. We appreciate her so much. Appreciate you, by the way, for all the things that you did. We may get into that a little bit later, you know, given the, the climate that we're in right now with everything happening in the South. We may get into that in a little bit. But Going back to some of the things you just talked about, you know, you know, Corey and some of the things going on there, you know, we've got time. Get into that, if you would. That's fine. Yeah, so Pierre Corey is a doc. He's uh, fairly well-known. I mean, Kelly knows him personally. I've been on phone calls with him. He writes this series of articles just recently. There are five articles in, in, in conclusion, but he has access to at least one. I think it's several um, very, very connected, deeply invested in the clinical space, ICU, CCU nurses that are in large health systems in the East, in the South, and I think in the West. And so Pierre gets updates from them on what's really going on in COVID. And this week, there were a couple of updates that were sort of start. Well, I mean, more than just sort of, they were very startling. You know, number one was in one hospital, one of the nurses, who is, like I said, probably in leadership, she's, she's you know, incognito, but in leadership, informed him 
that they had eight new cases of people with glioblastomas. Mm. So glioblastomas are like having an octopus tumor in your brain. Yep, I know. Mostly inoperable. Yep. You can't do much about That's it. Right. But here's what was really rocking the world in, in, in um, Pierre's world, Dr. Corey's world, and what rocked me was the age range of the patients who had them were 8 to 42. You don't get glioblastomas when you're 8 years old. Mm. I mean, the odds of that are so shockingly low, it's incredible. And, you know, there's been a series of things like that. So when you look at it, you go, well, first of all, you know, the only common denominator in these eight cases where they were all vaccinated, they all had boosters, et cetera. Um, but to, to see this turbo cancer thing, it's rising really, really rapidly. I, you know, I, I don't think we've seen even the peak of it yet. You know, we have 297,000 you know, breast cancer diagnoses for women 45 and under in the United States, you know, this past year, that number is normally 26,000. Hmm. So something is wrong. It kind of goes with the 17. But Pierre did one other thing. He looked at, they looked at um, medical record systems. Um, he publishes in an article that Epic is the most prominent medical record system in America. I know it well in my business. And he said at least two of the nurses informed him that when you go into the Epic system, there are two choices for vaccine, vaccine status. There is unvaccinated or unknown. There's no vaccinated status in there. And the nurses confirmed that. Now, there are aspects of your chart where you can see your own vaccinated status. But publicly, if you were to pull a report on who was hospitalized and there was no status of vaccinated, what you would get is the preponderance of times apparently if you're unknown, they consider you unvaccinated. So then you get the government reporting that most of the people who are hospitalized are unvaccinated. And Pierre proved that in some hmm. big hospitals this week. I think that's about as corrupt as you can get, John. I mean, there's, we say that every week, right? But how corrupt is it when you won't tell the truth about vaccinated status so that you don't have to inform people that being vaccinated doesn't mean you're not going to be in the hospital? You know, that's a great question. And Again, it goes back to what we were talking about earlier with this whole distrust of where we're at governmentally speaking. This just plays into that because when they can't even get the numbers straight and or categories straight so that the right data is coming out so people can actually look at it in an educated way, what are you, what are you supposed to think? Well, I mean, you're supposed to think that someone's trying to get you to do something that you wouldn't do if you knew the truth. Mm. And then you have to ask the question, you know, if I wouldn't do this, I wouldn't vaccinate myself if I knew the truth then what are they holding back on me? Well, then you go to the article with 17 million unaccounted um, for deaths that really are related directly to people getting vaccinated and boosted. I mean, it's not hard to understand that. The question is why? Mm -hmm. Why do so many countries in the world not vaccinate their people with this anymore um, when in reality the United States of America is all in all the way down to six months? And, and, and to your point, we're still pushing this. I mean, we keep seeing it over and over and over again. It's not stopping. No, it's not stopping. There's commercials. I heard a commercial on the radio today for the RSV vaccine, right? And you know what? I'm, I, I'm aware of the RSV vaccine, but the, the hype they put around this RSV vaccine, the hype that they put around the COVID vaccine, I don't remember the government hyping vaccines before COVID came along. They didn't. And in reality, I, I've got emergency use authorization for Novavax now. Why is it emergency use? There is no emergency. Hmm. Why are we still calling it emergency use? We are being duped big time, duped. 
And people are going out and getting more shots and they're putting themselves at greater risk for cancer, heart disease, and everything else. There's just no reason for it. It's, it's bad, John. I mean, it makes me wonder, what else is going on in government that we're supposed to be paying attention to, but we're not, because they keep slapping us and saying, you're an idiot, but we still think you're dumb enough to take the COVID vaccine. What's going on that we don't know about? They, they mu- to your point, they must just think that we're, in, in a lot of cases, let's face it, Steve, some are just dumb enough to go forward with it. People are doing it. I think the percentage is going to be relatively low, but I know doctors, doctors all the time. I was just in a conference in um, Chicago talking to doctors. Plenty of doctors there getting it. Baylor School of Medicine just announced that you cannot attend Baylor School of Medicine right now unless you're vaccinated. Why? Nobody believes it stops transmission. It's not a mystery. The government doesn't believe it stops transmission. The government doesn't believe it stops you from getting it. They say it reduces your chance of being hospitalized. Yeah. Well, how do you know that if they don't actually record who's had vaccines and who hasn't that's in the hospital? Good point. Good point. I mean, it's, just, it's just crazy. Crowded in propaganda. Agreed. Propaganda. All right. We'll take a quick timeout. We'll come back. Again, Steve House with us. If you have a question specifically for Steve along any of these lines, please let me know. Again, text line 307 200 8222. Hi Five Plumbing is next. Again, whether you've got residential or commercial plumbing needs, they can take care of it all. Hi Five Plumbing 877 We High Five. You're a go-getter who's looking for a new challenge with a company that values people, and High Five has you covered. High Five Plumbing is growing, and they have an immediate need for administrative, finance, and marketing staff members at their corporate office in Golden, Colorado. Take a look inside High Five's gorgeous new headquarters, and you'll see a company who takes care of its people with generous pay, benefits, and perks. High Five's leaders, Cassie and Levi, know that if they take care of their employees, then their employees will take care of their customers. And that's why they offer full medical, dental, and vision to employees and their families, as well as flexible schedules and plenty of paid time off. High Five hosts corporate events, sports outings, and other events because they truly value their work family and the culture that they have built at High Five Plumbing. And High Five also has you covered with t-shirts, jackets, hats, and more with High Five gear that Cassie and Levi give to their employees as a thank you. So come join the winning team at High Five Plumbing by going to klzradio.com plumbing and let them know that you're interested. All right, Golden Eagle Financial, Al Smith, and he wants to help you with your future financial planning. And if you don't have a plan in place, he can help you with it. If you have one in place, he's he's sure there to he's be sure there to take care of that plan and check it to make sure that it's going to get you where you need to go. Find Al at klzradio.com. Managing your retirement portfolio to avoid risk and maximize returns is difficult. Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial will help you navigate it. He can streamline the complexity in your plan so it's clearer and easier to understand. He has powerful tools to ensure that you don't outlive your assets, fall victim to volatility, or make questionable market moves. Al knows that the opposite of having a purpose in retirement is having anxiety, and he turns your anxiety into confidence and thoughtfully walking through your retirement plan step-by-step. He helps you build a roadmap of your assets as you inch toward retirement, keeping surprises minimized and returns maximized. Al will help you to avoid wrong turns, guiding you to financial preparedness to match your plans. Contact Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial for a no-strings consultation and learn how he can help you create a stress-free retirement. 
by going to klzradio.com slash money. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. All right, Pops Garage Doors. If you've got a garage door need, something not opening correctly, you want to do something different with your opener, maybe you want to make it one of the fancy new openers you can work your phone with, you name it, Pops can do it. All Pops Garage Doors, 719-399-1089. With Pops Garage Door expert installation and warranty, you can rest assured that your LiftMaster garage door will last up to 20 years. Pops offers the highest quality, longest-lasting LiftMaster garage doors with three times the warranty of the big box store because they know you don't want to replace your garage door every seven years. Pops Garage Door takes pride in offering you the same price as these other stores because they trust the durability and life of a LiftMaster to far exceed any of the other garage doors doors and they deal directly with the liftmaster manufacturer to simplify the process for you pops is able to honor the product warranty when they provide liftmaster doors because liftmaster stands behind their product pops also offers you an additional two-year labor warranty so you can be confident you made the right choice get high quality long-lasting garage door installations with pops garage door Go to klzradio.com slash garage. That's klzradio.com slash garage. Now back to Rush to Reason, presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. All right, we are back. Steve House with us again, and he is an expert in this whole area. You hear him on a pretty routine basis. It's usually either myself and him, myself and Dr. Kelly Victory, or in a lot of cases, all three of us together. Steve, I got a text message a moment ago that said, could you please go over the hospital data as far as the vaccinated and the things that you just mentioned a moment ago? Can you go over that again? Somebody kind of caught the tail end of that. Can you, can you just refresh us one more time? Yeah, this was from an article from... Dr. Pierre Corey um, published this week, and actually, John, I'll send you the article. I don't okay. know if I sent you that. that no, that would be perfect. Then I can put it up on the website. Folks can read it that way. Perfect. And, Thank you. And frankly, there, there's a bunch of stuff in this article, um, and everything I read, I mean, not every article has, you know, is all good. This had everything in this article was worth reading. But he, he mentioned in there that the nurses at a couple of large institutions indicated that there was no status in the chart for patients in the hospital labeled vaccinated. There were only two statuses. One status was unvaccinated and one was unknown. Okay. So again, I'm quoting him here. I didn't look at it myself. Um, it wouldn't be appropriate for me to look at somebody's medical record. Sure, sure, sure. HIPAA, but um, the bottom line was in the article, he, he highlighted that the nurses told him that they looked at it. And therefore, if someone was unknown, then there was an assumption made in the reporting structure that that meant they were unvaccinated. So you can almost have a scenario in a hospital where no one would be listed as vaccinated that was in the hospital if you had either unknown or unvaccinated, and those were your only two choices. So in other words, we're not getting the correct data as to what's really going on in the hospitals themselves based upon whether you're vaccinated or not, correct? Yeah, but remember, what was it last year? Um, you know, going into wintertime, Biden and the team said this is going to be for those who are unvaccinated. This is going to be a long, dark winter in the hospital. Well, I mean, maybe they knew then that they weren't actually recording 
who was vaccinated as a vaccinated person. And they could predict that all they would find would be, because if you go back and look at articles, like I said, on Google right now, you find articles from, you know, midpoint in the vaccination where, you know, the articles themselves said that almost everybody in the hospital was unvaccinated. Well, how do we know if that was the case or they just simply weren't recording them as vaccinated or unvaccinated? Mm-hmm. Correct. I mean, it's really, it's really, it's untruthful, it's corrupt, it's unethical at the very least. Yep. And it is persuasive of those who, you know, I mean, what better argument? Look, everybody got in the hospital. Nobody here is vaccinated. If you want to stay out of the hospital from COVID, don't get, or then go get vaccinated. That's all you got to do. But that's not the truth. No, that's not the truth, but that's what they want everybody to believe. That's the, that's the agenda that's trying to be pushed, right? Yeah, I mean, every time I walk into a, a CVS pharmacy or something like that these days, if I happen to catch, you know, the pharmacist, you know, there, I'm not trying to talk to him, but he sees me walk in. You say, hey, have you gotten your COVID vaccine? No, I haven't gotten my COVID vaccine. Why not? Well, because I don't think that getting a vaccine that is only authorized under emergency use and we're not under an emergency makes sense. And secondly, I don't think a vaccine that's only been tested on 10 mice has had the kind of safety protocols that I want to put in my body, let alone drink tap water. Mm-hmm. And they usually just you know scorn at me a bit and then turn and walk away. Because it's just, it's crap. No, no, it really is. And and, and here's the thing. Unless you're educated like you and I are in, in in these particular areas, because I've, you know, I've seen this. I've had other conversations with, with folks along these lines. Unless you're educated and you understand what's going on like you and I do, you're just going to believe whatever they tell you when you walk in the door. I, I absolutely agree with that. I think part of the other problem is I estimated for somebody the other day, I think we know. You and I, Kelly, might know 10 or 15% of what's really going on. Most people, it's less than 3%. I mean, they just don't know. I mean, there's so much information behind the scenes, so much, you know, manipulation. I mean, Rachel Walensky having, as the head of CDC, having reports from the military and all these different sources regarding vaccine injury, pregnancy, myocarditis especially, and walking out in front of a bunch of people and say, no, we've not heard about it. Like, you're just absolutely lying. Hmm. And then justifying it by saying, well, we didn't know what we would do about it or what should be done about it, so we decided not to declare that we knew about it. I'm like, that's just crazy. It's like saying, if you get in this kind of car, there's a bunch of people who die from automobile accidents in this car. But because not everybody dies, we're not going to tell you about it until we understand why they're dying. Mm -hmm. Well, that's BS. No one should drive the car at that point. I mean, you know, they should really take that into account with this, and they don't do that, John. They're just hiding it so they can get more people vaccinated for some reason. Yep. No, no, you're exactly right. And, again, now what we have to ask, and you and I have been, you you and I and Dr. Kelly have been trying to figure out now for a while is, and I'm sorry, and this to me is not conspiratorial at all, we know that there are people out there that would love to see the population of our Earth go down because their feeling is that there's not enough resources on planet Earth, global warming, all this other stuff. You can throw it all into the whole mix, and these individuals feel strongly that we just need less population. So, again, go back to the conversation we opened up with when you don't trust government, and we know there's people out there that want to see a depopulation of the planet, and then we have all of this going on. What else am I to think, Steve? Yeah, that's the only thing you can think. I mean— you know, I, I think the government and everybody underestimates what we know. I mean, one of the other things in this article, John, that I think relates to that is 
the first thing that the the spy on the inside he calls her MSOTI, his spy on the inside nurse, who's a who's a critical care nurse, said was they have a massive blood donation drive going on in the hospital, and it happens all the time in hospitals. I mean, they ask staff to donate blood. Well, they couldn't get anybody to donate, or certainly couldn't get anywhere near enough people to donate. And she wrote this. She said, "Massive blood donation drive going on in our system. Problem is staff not donating at rates even that that measure up even close to past drives. Reason most give." I had to get the vaccine. I'm not giving tainted blood. They actually had a survey to find out what the barriers were to stopping those donations. In the past, they would never have been doing that. They were people there were stunned. The nurses would not get doctors would not give blood because they believed it was tainted from having to take the vaccine. These are people who work inside the hospital. These are people who believe their blood is so tainted they will not give it to somebody. Wow. And yet we're still pushing vaccines. I mean that's insane. Has there, that's speaking insane. speaking of that, not to shift total gears, but it dovetails into what you're talking about a moment ago. We've had many conversations, you and I and Dr. Kelly, along the lines of you know blood, blood donations, and so on. Has there been any talk, any movement there in regards to you know blood banks and so on, determining whether you've got you know blood that's coming out of somebody that's been vaccinated versus somebody that has not been? No, but you should mention that article this week, Montana. A rep in Montana, state rep Greg Kemetz, or Kemetz um, filed a bill that is under consideration in Montana that has four primary tenets, right? You cannot knowingly donate whole blood containing gene-altering proteins, nanoparticles, high-count spike proteins from COVID-19 or other isolates. If, you're in viola- if you are in violation of the section, it's guilty of a misdemeanor. You get a $500 fine. Um, they have some trillion-dollar vaccine, the whole earth disease program that they're looking for within it. And, um, you know, so fundamentally, in Montana at least, is the first bill that says if you donate blood and you were vaxxed and you know you were vaxxed, then you will face a $500 fine because that blood is not considered to be acceptable. Wow. Where do you think that's going? You're more on the political end of things than I, especially when it comes to you know, Montana, what are your, is that something that will pass and then catch hold in some other states? Again, not going to probably be states like Colorado, but is that something that'll take hold? Um, I, I certainly think it will, right? I mean, I think, I think there'll be places, there'll even be counties. I mean, this is where county and city governments become so important as those county and city governments will take this up and say, you can't do it. I mean, hospitals themselves, may be forced in some states like Montana. First step is to tell you you can't donate. The second step is to say that the hospital must adhere to a set of rules that says you have to inform the patient if the blood they may be getting was from a vaxxed donor or an unvaxxed donor. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's inevitable that's going to happen, John. I mean, just too many risks, right? I mean, with all the, the, the neurosurgeons are saying they're seeing you know, tumors and stuff they've never imagined before. I mean, there's all these things. Why would you take a spike protein? And a lot of the doctors on the inside will tell you the same thing these nurses are saying, which is, you know what, there's, there, if you take the spike protein, or if you take the vaccine, the spike protein itself is inflammatory. As you know, not a doctor, but you know, inflammation is bad. Yep. If you have inflammation yep. in your body, it yep. causes your immune system to react, Correct. et cetera. They're seeing Children with sepsis, they're seeing... The only, and we know, Steve, the only time inflammation is good is when you've got some sort of an injury, things get inflamed to help heal that particular area. But inflammation just overall in our body, as you know, is very, 
you know, cancer producing among other bad things. I mean, the thing I talk about on Wednesdays for the, you know, literally the first hour is how to reduce, not every week, but on a pretty routine basis, I bring guests on talking about how do you reduce inflammation, not add to. Right. I mean, I specifically work on lowering my inflammation all the time because if you have shoulder pain, knee pain, hip pain, if you have any pain at all, if you lower your inflammation, the odds are that pain is going to either go down or go away altogether. So, you know, that's part of it. On top of that, um, you know, just the, the political stuff that's going on around this, John. I mean, we both know politics. The, the, there's so many stories of so many politicians who have been affected by this in a negative way. They literally have, you know, figured out that these politicians are dying or getting diseases in ways that they didn't realize they were getting. Um, and it's just crazy. I mean, you know, from Diane Feinstein to others who they say, you know, how do you get, well, Diane Feinstein died of, of uh, what do you call it, shingles, right? Well, that's not what it looks like, right? It looks like the fact that she had um, extreme rare, extremely rare complications for shingles like encephalitis. Love to have Ke- Kelly, you know, weigh right. in on this. Right. It is very, very rare that you get encephalitis. But one of the things that's common not common, but at least, you know, prevalent among vaccine injuries is neurological stuff. Mm-hmm. Guillain-Barre, you know, Bell's palsy, glioblastomas, like we talked about. People are getting brain problems, brain tumors, brain diseases. You know, Feinstein got, you know, Fetterman had a stroke. Feinstein had Ramsey Hunt. Ramsey Hunt is, uh, you know, a lot of times now they're saying it's due to immune system suppression because you had the vaccine. There's just so many things, John, we're never going to be able to count them all. Um. All right. No, and by the way, you're right. And as we've said before, you and I, you know, even without Dr. Kelly, predicted even long before we really got into this in a, in a headstrong way like we are now, we predicted, you know, from, from day one, Steve, that a lot of what would happen from COVID itself and then the repercussions of the vaccines or the treatments is what we should call them, the mRNA treatments that would come along after the fact, that this is exactly what we would find and that we're still just, and I still believe this today, we're still just at the tip of the iceberg. We, we are going to have, I'm sorry to say, but we're going to have a healthcare system so overloaded that if you have any kind of, you know, regular illness, good luck because you're going to have to get in line. No, you are. I'm sorry. I mean, I mean right now we got another round of people getting boosters and there's plenty of them that will get it. I mean, it'll be, it won't be, hundreds of millions, it'll be tens of millions of people that will continue down this path, you know, globally. It's just, there's so many things that can be attributed to it. The problem is, if you took everything that was suspicious, um, and you factored in the vaccine may be the cause, you would have taken the vaccine off the market years, you know, years ago, and now, I mean, at least a couple of years ago, you would have taken it off the market. But instead of doing what we normally do from a safety point of view, we do this in automobiles, we do this in in medicine is if something looks like it has a problem, if it looks like it has a safety problem, our first reaction is put it on hold. Airplanes, right? How many Mm -hmm. times has Boeing put airplanes on the shelf, you know, when there's a safety problem? There's so many indications of safety problems relative to this vaccine that the fact that it's not only not taken off the market, it's being aggressively pushed to everyone six months of age and older. Yeah, I mean, it was was like when the 787 or the 7... Excuse me, 737 Maxes came out of service. You know, you know how long that took almost 18 months to get them back in service. And, you know, you and I were watching some of that back in the day as well. This, in my opinion, is far worse than what would have ever happened 
on even, I mean, frankly, we in the U.S. didn't see any crashes because we had pilots, in my opinion, that were far more trained that had, you know, had the ability to overcome the things that were happening. Bottom line, we took airplanes out of service that would have affected far less people than what's going on right now when it comes to these quote-unquote vaccines. Oh, my God, think about it. I mean, hundred or 17 million people died in the article about, you know, what happened with, um, you know, those, those countries that they did the article about looking at 17 million people died from the vaccine. 3,200-plus people died on 9-11, and that was a catastrophic event unlike we'd ever seen. At least 160,000 deaths in the U.S. from the vaccine alone. Wow. This should be a, I mean, the, with all due respect, the Joe Biden scandal should be on the second page yep. when this is on the first Agreed. page with that many people dying and still so many to die yet. Agree. All right. One thing I want to get in here before we close things out, and I did not get a chance to send you this. Uh, Producer Ann sent me this right before coming on today. There's a new AirVax delivery mRNA that sends it right to your lungs, raising serious bioethical concerns. Have you heard anything about this AirVax? Yeah, it came out of Yale. I think Yale was one of the first places to do the tester. They have to develop it. Correct. It is an aerosol-based vaccine. They're going to tell you the reason they have it is is there are people who will not, who do not have the ability to take a shot or an oral version, so they're making an aerosol version so they can be vaccinated. So it's done, in theory, by the pharma companies. They're going to say they're doing it to help the people who want the vaccine but can't get it through other means. They're making it aerosol. Now, let's again revisit. Doesn't stop transmission. Doesn't stop you from getting it. Apparently, at least very little chance it stops you from from dying or being hospitalized. Nobody really understands. And according to what they're doing with children, it doesn't even last a month because if you were vaccinated less than a month ago as a child, you need it again. Correct. So why do it at all? And, and, you know, is there a nefarious reason why they want to have an aerosol version of this vaccine? I wouldn't know. This goes back to the conversation we opened up with about the whole distrust of government in the first place. When you can aerosol something along these lines, I mean, are any of us safe. I mean, the fact is, anytime there's any kind of an air-controlled area, airplanes, for example, elevators, I mean, there's all sorts of close quarter, uh, you know, places that a lot of us go, Steve, to where, frankly, you know, we wouldn't know it from an air freshener going off. We wouldn't know it. I that's, mean, we wouldn't know that's the problem. Trail, depending, on how, depending on how aerosolized it is and how long it lasts outside the body. I mean, it's, or, you know, whether it's refrigerated or not, there's a lot of factors in here, but no, you you could walk into a hospital and they could have it in the air in a hospital. I This, to me, is a no-go. I mean, I, I say that, although you and I both know, as this thing gets pushed further down, you know, down the path, you know, FDA will most likely allow this under some sort of a, you know, emergency use order, to your point, to people that don't want to be or can't be vaccinated in a traditional way. You, you know this is going get to get pushed down the pike and be approved. Yeah, and, and here's the re- you know the real issue, of course, is that uh, much like gain of function research created the coronavirus, you know, some sort of modified research was used to create an aerosol version of of a mRNA vaccine, which obviously the aerosol version could be used for any vaccine created with mRNA. But mRNA vaccines, especially this one and many to come, create spike proteins. Spike proteins are inflammatory. Mm-hmm. If you do this, what you're doing is you're risking an outbreak of people getting sick as a result of having spike proteins in their system. And we have evidence, every bit of evidence you want, that spike proteins do cause 
cytokine storms. They do cause turbo cancers. Right. They do cause neurodegenerative diseases. Right. We're seeing it every single day. Yep. Why would you do this? Why would you even risk making it? It should have never been made until there was some evidence Agree. that this vaccine was either safe or gone away. But yet they've made it, they've tested it, and now they've got it. Question for you, and I know this is a big topic, something we probably could come back to even next week, and that is, do you feel like it's the... The shot itself and the you know and, and what it contains, in other words, you know some people are really affected adversely by these, others aren't. I know Dr. Kelly has talked about how some of the early vials even may have not been distributed correctly, may have not even been uh, dosed correctly, may not have been shaken up, all sorts of other things that could have happened and why there may be some issues there. But I also know that after that, Steve, just just genetics, I guess, there are some individuals that you know, react differently to different things. Do you feel like, you know, this is one of those things where there's just, in, you know, individuals that that react better to the spike proteins and there's others that just react more negatively to it? Or is it pretty much across the board a bad thing to everyone? Well, there's two factors. The first factor doesn't even involve the spike protein, which is did you get a batch that had too much metal? Correct. Had too much aluminum, too many impurities? You know, that can cause your body to react. I think... If you combine that impurity with a cell-based spike protein factory, right? The spike protein was supposed to last in your body for a week. You know, I stay in your arm for a week and be gone. It stays mm-hmm. for indefinitely now. So now you've got metals and impurities. You've got an immune system that's reacting both to the spike protein and the impurities. I think people that have that situation are, get reactions immediately, sometimes even death from that. Um, the spike protein itself they don't know of anyone who has the ability to eliminate it from their system any faster than anyone else. Hmm. But like anything else, some people's immune systems are stronger than others. So, you know, some people that the spike protein doesn't cause as much damage um, in the immune system. It doesn't suppress the immune system as much, or maybe you've got a, your immune system is a hundred, mine's a 75. You can take yours down to 65. Mine goes from 75 down to 40, and I start having problems right. and you don't. Got it. I mean, there's just Makes differences sense. in human beings. True. It's the vaccine. It's how it was manufactured, and it's what happens with spike protein. One question that came in, and I don't know whether we can answer this or not, but do we think, does Steve think the COVID vaccines and boosters could be causing my sister's spinal canal stenosis? It's swollen and painful and shrunk to six millimeter opening only, and I'm not sure I understand everything being said there, but... I, I have no opinion. I can't answer that, Steve. That's beyond my pay grade. I would, I, I, I would just say this. I wouldn't rule it out because the vaccines are inflammatory in nature. When you have swelling in the spinal cord, narrowing of the spinal cord canal, I mean, it depends on when it started happening. Was it related or directly related to the time of the vaccine? But in reality, I certainly wouldn't rule it out until I knew more because, yes, you can have body physiology changes as a result of extreme inflammation, which comes from the spike protein in this vaccine. Okay. So, folks, there's your answer. And, again, it's way above my pay grade, although I think common sense, Steve, and the data would tell me, even as I, even though I'm not a doctor and I'm not you, I can look at the data and look at all the things that have happened since this, and uh, I think I could make my own deductions. Well, yeah, I mean, you, you rule out coincidences, right? There's not many coincidences in this category that seem to be true, which include I mean, even the autistic stuff that Robert F. Kennedy and others have talked about, right? I mean, you dramatically increased the number of vaccines back in 1984, and then all of a sudden autism shoots up like a rocket. Well, you can't dismiss the idea, but unfortunately, pharma and the government did everything it could to dismiss the idea. Well, if you all of a sudden have a change in the way your body's reacting, 
related to getting a vaccine and two weeks later, a month later, six months later, um, I wouldn't rule it out. I'd certainly want to know. I think it's a possibility, especially if it's inflammatory. Agreed. Steve, as always, I had other things to go over, but that hour just zooms by. We'll talk again uh, most likely next week. Appreciate you very much and for all that you do for us and your great asset to us. Thank you. Always a pleasure, my friend. Appreciate it, man. Take care. Have a great night. Steve House again. And uh, he is our past GOP chair here in Colorado as well. And I may have him back on and even talk about some of that uh, at some point here in the near future. Veteran Windows and Doors is next. 35% off and free labor through the month of October. 303-529-0720. Veteran Windows and Doors guarantees that every one of their window installations is completed the right way. Veteran knows from their over 25 years of experience that 70% of window installations are done incorrectly by other companies. For example, you may have noticed your windows leaking in water when it rains. This is often due to improper flashing of the windows or no flashing at all. And water seeping in through your windows will damage your drywall, insulation, and more. And even if you own a newer home, there is a good chance that the windows were not installed with the correct flashing. Veteran Windows and Doors promise their windows will be installed properly with the necessary flashing. In fact, Veteran gives you a lifetime warranty on your windows and doors. They will do every job right every time. And for the month of September only, receive 35% off products and free installation. Reach out to them today by going to klzradio.com window. That's klzradio.com window. Bruce Simmons is next. Find him at klzradio.com. A reverse mortgage can make sense for you if you are properly prepared. KLZ's reverse mortgage professor, Bruce Simmons, can help make sure you are ready. Many things you do not need to do first, like paying your bills off first or making certain repairs. And sometimes you will need to shore up some things on the home title or a repair that Bruce knows will be needed for the appraisal. The point is, you can be prepared for a reverse mortgage and move now rather than waiting. In an interest rate increasing environment, acting quicker rather than later puts more money in your pocket. Call Bruce Simmons for a free consultation at 303-467-7821. That's 303-467-7821. Or schedule online now at klzradio.com slash reverse. And MLS 409914 American Liberty Mortgage is an equal housing lender. KNR Home Transitions, two realtors for the price of one, 720-437-8210. You need to sell your home, but it needs some remodeling. That sounds simple. All you need to do is source contractors, research the market to find out what buyers are looking for, direct the work to be done, hire someone to clean up the mess, do the work, shoot photography and list the home, negotiate with buyers, make concessions, and redo some of the work you already did. Oh, okay. That doesn't sound very simple. But there is a better option. You can hire Kat and Robin of K&R Home Transitions and let them partner with ReUp to handle the updates without paying a dime up front. ReUp will remodel your home based on what will sell and increase value. They will do the work, clean the mess, and Cat and Robin will market and list the home to sell fast. K&R will help you navigate the process start to finish. You can let them do the work and enjoy the additional cash you make from selling a highly marketable home faster than you could have. Go to klzradio.com home to learn more about K&R Home Transitions and Re-Up. Cub Creek Heating and Air Conditioning, $50 off your furnace tune-up, 303-656-5467. Becoming a member of Cub Creek Heating and AC saves you money and helps ensure your maintenance is done on time. 
Proper servicing means your furnace and AC will last longer and run 50% more efficiently, reducing your AC or heating bill and preventing costly repairs to an overburdened system. Becoming a member of Cub Creek also means you save 10% on service and you'll enjoy priority scheduling. As we approach winter, appointments can pile up, but as a member, you'll move to the front of the line and avoid wait lists. Cub Creek's membership makes it easy because they'll notify you and schedule the maintenance for you. This is the best way to catch problems early. The biggest benefit to being a member comes when there's an HVAC emergency. Cub Creek will already know what equipment you have and can get it working again much faster. Have peace of mind year-round by contacting the Ream Certified Pro Partners at Cub Creek Heating and AC at klzradio.com HVAC. All right, that's it for this hour. If you missed any of it, you can hear it between 6 and 7 p.m. tonight. Otherwise, go right to our website, and you can hear it there and send it on to somebody as well. That's RushToReason.com. We'll be right back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.